0: Hi, everybody. This is Tony Kahn, the producer and director of Morning Stories from WGBH in Boston. Now, recently, here in town, I I came across a picture that uh, I doubt you'll ever see unless you live here in Boston, or more specifically, Cambridge, Massachusetts, and even then, you might not see it. It's really, well, let me try to describe it to you. It's a photo from a picture calendar uh, for Cambridge Community Cable TV, and it's the month of September, In the picture, two distinguished citizens in their 70s. One of them is a Pulitzer Prize-winning author, and the other is a well-known novelist. They're posing in the Harvard bookstore, and they are both, uh, well, I'm going to let the lady in the picture, Anne Bernays, tell you all about it. We call her account Private Parts.
1: 7 o'clock on a Sunday morning, the Harvard bookstore. They opened it early. Nobody would be around to gawk at us. We meet the photographer. We hadn't met him before. He let Justin, my husband of 50 years, keep on his jacket for at least the first half hour because Justin was so uncomfortable and so pained. (laughs) just to sort of get him into it, you know, and he said, now take your clothes off. I'm not an exhibitionist. I'm too old. But I had agreed. I got a call from a woman, the Cambridge Community Access Television. Would we pose for a nude calendar? She said, I'm trying to get a lot of notable people in Cambridge, to pose for this calendar. She wanted me to know that it would be done tastefully, that the background for the picture would be something associated with us, since Justin and I are both writers. That's why she picked the uh, Harvard bookstore, that the photographer was well-known for his serious work. There was something in her voice which was very straight, trying extremely hard to do something for her organization. And nobody would say yes. I said, I'll have to call you back. So I went and asked Justin how he felt about it. First of all, we were both amused. Who would want to put us in it? Then we thought about, about... uh, Cambridge is, in some ways, a, a very uptight community. I mean, somebody on our block painted his house... Yellow, people would sort of shield their eyes as they went by. Anything that's unconventional, it it will, it, it it'll make some people absolutely uh, livid. Good. <laughs> he took maybe four or five rolls, I think. All all in all, maybe an hour and a half. I've got my shoes on. I've got one hand on a ladder and one hand across my right thigh. And I'm sitting on my jacket. And Justin is looking very strained. I think that both of us are gazing off into some wonderful distance where we wish we were (laughs) instead of right here. And that look, I wish I were anywhere else but here. You know, I felt so exposed. My own children and grandchildren really were shocked, shocked. So it isn't something that you can take lightly. Mark Twain said, naked people have little or no influence in society. Being naked is being without any armor at all, the ultimate in, in helplessness. You are at somebody else's mercy. I still feel, when I'm talking about it, I still feel a little tingly. I, I still feel, oh my God, why did I do it? And then the other side of me says... I'm awfully glad I did. Look at our faces. Half shame and half pride. And they're just equal. Equal. Equally strong. Good. Good.
0: That was Anne Bernays with today's morning story, Private Parts, and sitting here in the uh, recording studio, although it kind of looks like a photo booth, actually, after that story, with Gary Mott. Tony, you're a
2: prominent former in. I mean, if someone approached you, do you think that you would pose for a nude calendar? They'd have to give me dinner first. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then we talk. Maybe we'd, a few drinks. We found a few drinks. Uh, uh, at one point during the the shooting, she said she suddenly realized that she was living a nightmare that a lot of people have. You are walking down the street. You are absolutely naked, and everybody else is clothed. Have you had that dream? I see you. You you're nodding. I've had that dream. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I am floating down the street. Down the street. Are there people on the street? Sure. And they're looking at you? Are they noticing that you're naked? No, no.
2: I, I'm oh, okay. sort of like an apparition. I'm not really noticed. I feel okay. It's what it is. There's no judgment. There's no preconceived anything. Well, it's a terrific dream. That's not an anxiety dream. No, either. no, oh. no. See, I, I sort of have a European attitude towards...
0: Nudity. My dream is sort of the opposite. I'm terrified that at any moment they're going to notice that I'm naked. Then everybody is going to disapprove of me. For Anne, nakedness is kind of right on the edge between being an embarrassment and being something very human and natural, between feeling humiliated and feeling humble. I must tell you another interesting thing about Anne Bernays. Yeah. She's notable for several reasons. One is that she's a well known novelist. Mm-hmm. You know what the other reason is? She's the great niece of Sigmund Freud. No kidding. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> I asked her, I said, so how would your great uncle have felt about this? She said, well, he did have a sense of humor. I think he would have, <laughs> he would have enjoyed seeing what it led to. Justin and Anne were September. September. Who filled out the rest of the. Quite a bit of. Robert Reich, who's the Secretary of Labor under the uh, Clinton sure. administration. Sure. Uh, he posed, and uh, he's in a gourmet food market with a basket. Uh, a well-placed a, a basket. well placed basket. A very well placed basket. I
2: think it's terrific.
0: What else do we have here in the dock? We got some email. We got a note from Catherine
2: in Vienna, Austria. She says, about two months ago, I discovered your podcasts on iTunes, and I've really enjoyed listening to them since. I also just finished making my first ever donation to public radio for your show. Wow! I was particularly touched by the recent podcast, Goodbye to the God Show. Mm. Wiping away tears as I listened to Marcia Hulley's declaration of love for your WGBH building, I was struck by how hard moving through change can sometimes be. In three weeks, I will also experience a big change. After six years in Austria, I'll be moving back to my hometown of Atlanta. I've had such a hard time saying goodbye to Vienna, my little apartment in the 4th District, and of course, my husband, Oops. <laughs> who because of work reasons won't be able to join me until next summer. Nevertheless, I wanted to write you about a fabulous, life-changing film I saw in March here in Vienna called Vienna's Lost Daughters. We're going to have the link to that film on our uh, our RSS feed. Sounds like it's a very interesting film. Yeah. The film's protagonists are eight Viennese women who escaped on the 1938-39 Kinder Transport and who all eventually settled in New York City. It was a special treat to be there, in Vienna, opening night, when six of the women answered
0: questions after the film. We've now gotten to a point where people are able to look back on the war as something that happened to individuals to people. It wasn't just warring sides. It wasn't just warring ideologies. And when you look at a war on that level, it's amazing how many similarities you can find among people on opposite sides. Mm -hmm. Some of the stories that we do do about World War II are especially surprising for that reason. And and if anyone out there has any stories uh, that they'd like to tell us about their direct or indirect experience with that, we'd love to to hear from you.
2: Yeah, please let us know. Our email address is morningstories at wgbh.org.
0: Our web presence is wgbh.org morningstories. And if you are as inspired as our new listener is to contribute, please don't let us stand in your way. Here, here. You can find a link to do that also at the website. In the meantime, we'll be back with another Morning Story very soon. So keep tuned. Bye-bye.
2: So, Tony, I want to hear a little bit more about this naked dream of yours.
0: When you show up in it, then we'll talk. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, the morning stories calendar. (laughs) Oh, I can see that. Is liquor ready for
2: this? (laughs) (laughs) The public radio fundraiser uh, premium.